Welcome to Doug and Joe Talk. I don't know if this is a special edition or if it's oh, just... Oh, yes, this is a special edition yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, tell them where we are. I actually don't know. We're what? at Diamond Lake Campground near Montezuma, Iowa. Just finishing up a church camp out. Fun weekend of everybody kind of hanging out and having some good times. And we're going to cap the whole weekend with recording a kind of special... Uh, special podcast we've got our listener mark here hi i'm myself <laughs> <laughs> and um it's um it's good to be it's a beautiful day it had it's had some hot spikes but we're in the shade so it's just barely cool enough if it got much hotter here in the shade i wouldn't like it but i'm not complaining it's a nice day even if i like to run cool too yeah yeah, because uh, a lot of time at work I'm running hot, and I suppose you are too, so you know, you get out on the weekend, you're like, you want to sit in the shade and enjoy it. But um, in our hands, in uh, Joe and I's hands anyway, we have uh, the Macanudo Inspirado Red. Now, early on when I smoked cigars, I was a big fan of Macanudo, probably because they were mild and weren't quite as complex, and I could, you know, in- enjoy what I was tasting and figure out what I was tasting. Um... And that's kind of Macanudo's, um, um, not, what, what am I looking for there? Uh, can't, I can't think of the word I want to say there. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like that's, that's their trademark. That's, that's their trademark, yeah. And so people sometimes won't smoke Macanudos because they, they think, well, I want a robust cigar. I don't want a Macanudo. Well, recently, Macanudos tried to up their game a little bit. And this is one of the cigars that I grabbed because Joe and I know that we like, in general, like Ecuadorian Habanos. And this is a Macanudo with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. And um, I'll read the information. I think it's got a little Nicaraguan in it, too. Well, here's, here's what it says. The Macanudo Inspirado Red has a silky chestnut-colored Ecuadorian Habano wrapper that conceals a Nicaraguan binder. I was right. And a core of long fillers from two countries, um, Esteli and... Ometepe in Nicaragua and the Hamastran Valley in Honduras. So it's uh, tobacco from all over the place, which hopefully that's going to end up good. And um, way to start. As soon as soon as Joe lit, he said sweet, and I was thinking it before he said yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. This is always the hardest one. Yeah, and it, we're just trying to figure out what we're tasting. But I want to just comment on something he said. With Macanudo, you said they were upping their game. I think it's like uh, a mark of a good company to listen to its consumers, mm-hmm. listen to its customers. Mm-hmm. And really, honestly, like, <clears throat> I mean, and maybe it's just because this has been my experience and my journey over the last few years of just getting more into cigars. I, I would have normally, or like, when you're just getting into cigars, you do want exactly what they were producing. But as the market grows, and I think it has, and as more more and more of the population kind of gets into these sort of fine cigars or, or things it's they're going to need they they're going to want to and need to kind of up their not up their game. I don't like to say it that yeah. way, but yeah. change, adapt change it. Yeah. adapt what they're putting out. So I I phrased it that way because I don't like those cigars that I liked 15 20 years ago mm-hmm. as much now as I used to, but it had its place in my cigar journey mm-hmm. and now I know that that I, I this wrapper is something that I generally like, and so I'm, I have high hopes. That's why I worded it that way. Yeah. But they are just shifting to, you know, say, hey, okay, if this is what folks want, we'll try this. I've, the, I, the flavor, I think, is really nice so far. I got a little bit of a tight draw. I don't know. Are you having that, too, or maybe I just... Mine's probably just a smidge to the tight side, but I wouldn't call it tight at all. Okay. So. 
Um, but uh, I, I, we need to we need to say at least what we're getting, even though we've only had it lit not even what not ten minutes yet. Yeah. Um. You go first. Okay. Well, just an ever so slight hint of burning spice, not very much at all, just enough to keep it interesting. It, but it's spread out. It's not just in the back of my throat. It's a little bit on the middle of my tongue. There is a, there is a sweetness I like. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't get more specific yet. Um, and I got a. I don't know if I'm getting a hint of leather. Maybe. Not sure yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on the sweetness. It's totally there, but I can't figure out what kind it is yet. Mm-hmm. I almost would say raw sugar is the first thing that comes to my mind. Oh. But uh, I'm getting that pep, sort of pepper spice too. And I like how it's spread out. It's not just isolated. It's just kind of a general warmness. Kind of just, I like it. But yeah, that's all I've got right now. Okay. It's nothing. Cigar similar. looks shiny too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say just a few minutes in, but I, I think we might have a nice little bit of oil on our tongues and be yeah. okay. And I, I found that knot. There was a knot right up here toward the mouth end of my cigar. Kind of massaged it a little bit, and it's nice. Draw nice now. So um, I always forget this when I'm talking about a cigar, but I didn't forget it just now. Head is what you cut. The foot is what you light. I was going to say fore and aft, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever works. That, the mouth part. The, On the uh, aft end. The ash part. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> as long as people understand what you're saying. So, Well... We're lit. I suppose it's important to, since Mark's joining us, yeah, you, should, you, you should at least talk about what tell us what he has. And I, I have a dessert cigar, Cherry's Jubilee. I can't uh, even tell I you don't. the brand. Um, it is South Beach. Okay. I just wanted something sweet and desserty, so that's what I picked. Yeah. All right. Is it sweet and desserty? Oh yeah, it's, okay. it's yeah, it's definitely. Uh, Says what it is. You need yeah. some crumb cake to go with that? I would or? maybe a scoop of ice cream. There you go. Okay. Ooh, French vanilla ice cream. You want, some, want some pigtails and some lipstick? No. <laughs> no. no there. Sorry, that's not that's not true. I don't I don't subscribe to that really. I, I enjoy a sweetened infused cigar every once in a while too, so sorry about that. <laughs> that was unfair. Yeah, I, I would say it as a general rule, I don't like them. Okay. In, infused or I mean sweet tips I do like I think mm-hmm. a sweet tip can really just set a cigar off and just to the stratosphere yeah. but I think as, as a general rule I've got to go few and far between with flavored or infused even like the awesome Drew Estate acids or whatever they're fun but I can't do more than about one a year and enjoy it you know what I mean mm-hmm. same with coffee I mean yeah. it's exactly this I can't take flavored coffee at all I'm pro- I probably would have them a, a little more often than that, and I don't know if it's age. People would say it's age. Like the young people like the sweetened ones. And I don't know. I'm. I, I still like sweet. Like if I'm drinking, are you calling me old? Scotch, no, dude, you're not old. Come on, I'm no, not near as old. I'm, as you I'm are. defining the taste profile <laughs> as older. You're, now you're making fun of me for being old. Okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, no. but I'm probably no. uh, leaning more towards the the non infused, non sweetened ones too. Although I like the sweet tips for the same reason. We we agree on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, that, those are the best. We need to get a hold of some of those again. Well, Maybe. we Gold we have tips. we have a few. We have a I can't think of, can't think of the brand. I'm, well, back at Baccarat, we have a Candela, a Maduro, and a regular. I don't know what the regular is. Can't remember. Might be a Connecticut. I can't remember. But we got those those three in the lineup. At some point. And are those the ones that you were saying a while back? This is kind of a throwback. But okay. The 
a while back we smoked some that were like what everybody smoked down somewhere in Central America somewhere. Do you remember oh, what, what, what those was were? that? No, and they I were hard forgot. to get because the locals smoked them. I forgot. I should know what that is, and I can't remember. They're like, what did they do? They took a, they took the cigar and then dipped it in unrefined sugar or something. Or I don't know. Remember what? I don't remember that part. But I but anyway. I, yeah, those I are guess delicious. We, I guess if we can't remember what we're smoking, it must we're smoking, not have been. We're smoking yeah. funny. <laughs> well, anyway, you know what's in our hands and. Uh, and if you're up on the news, you know what's happening in the world, and we don't really claim to report the news, but we're going to talk about what's going on, and we're going to tell you how you should think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know, where, where do you want to go first? Um, Trump said... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a good talk about the president. I like to talk about the president. I... I <laughs> I do too. <laughs> you chuckle. Well, the guilty pres- pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> the president likes to talk about the president. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so well, so run us down here. What? Well, so you know, he basically the the gist of it was he said, well, I don't know if some foreign operative had some information to give me on on an opposing candidate, I'd, I'd I'd probably take it. I might not necessarily report it report it to the FBI. You know, I don't know. Sure, why wouldn't I? You basically saying, why wouldn't I take it? Which I'm kind of, when I heard it, it's like it sounded to me like he had probably had no clue what the law was. And after he said it, then somebody probably said, "Hey, you know that there's that's actually illegal." And so then he did a follow up with, "Well, what I meant was, you know, that it's you know I don't know if I'd report it or not. It would depend on a lot of things. I'm in a I'm the president. I'm in a different position than some folks." And he was trying to step it back, but it was just like, "Look, well, you're making it worse." You know, just mm-hmm. you know, if you didn't know, you didn't know. Sometimes you just say, "I didn't know it was against the law." That's, well, okay, you know. so let, let, we, we need to delineate a few of these points because yeah. we've kind of so the reason that it's illegal for him to take information to the FBI is because the FBI is supposed to be independent and not be run by an administration. Is that is that what I understand? Well, the Federal Bureau of Investigation would fall under his branch, so that wouldn't be a separation okay. issue. So what would be illegal about him taking information about crimes being committed to the FBI? Not that it would be information... Uh, okay. It's my understanding that the information doesn't have to be about crimes. If he's taking any information... Uh, from a foreign source about someone else, it. I think the technicality is it needs to be reported, and so he can say, this is what information I have, this is what I took, it came from this person, and it's not necessarily illegal unless you don't report it. Gotcha. Okay. I think that's the technicality. Now, now here's the fun and juicy and interesting part, and, and, the, and the reason that I think this story is interesting is because what... So he makes these comments mm-hmm. that he didn't know were illegal or whatever. And so the left immediately jumps all over and like says, that's illegal, that's illegal, that's illegal. Without remembering that that's exactly what Obama and the Hillary campaign yeah, did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and the funny part is, is there's actually been some, um, I guess I'd say mainstream media people, that have said, oh, but it's completely different because they hired this person who hired this person who then paid this person overseas to gather this information. And it's like, how is it different if you pay somebody and it's thrice removed? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what difference? If you if you mishandle the information and that's what was wrong, but then it also comes out that you paid to have that information manufactured, then doesn't that like yeah. exponentially make the crime worse? Yeah. Hey. 
Well, and not to mention the fact that I mean, this yeah, every, they didn't even Hillary. Not, not only did the Hillary campaign not verify any of it, but they, or even if they, if they couldn't verify it, they used it in mm-hmm. legal streams to to go after Trump when it was. Right. I don't. I'm not convinced they 100% knew it's false. I don't think they cared if it was well, false or true. I think the thing the thing that is most incriminating toward them is that they used it specifically to affect uh, an election. Yeah, and then they're then they're screaming about, "Oh, yeah. Trump did this to affect the election." Well, hold on. Yeah, yeah. That's, who's colluding? <laughs> yeah, who's colluding? <laughs> I smell collusion. Gosh, let's get Mueller to work on Hillary for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I have. I'm so. I'm so. <laughs> Mueller is despicable. I think for like all the accolades he was getting at the beginning, when he was first appointed to that position, he was getting like this treatment like, oh, he's the most honest guy in Washington. Yes, car alarm. Uh, he's the most, he's the most uh, you know, trusted, upright individual. He's untouchable. And then what we've seen come out of him in the last couple of years is just, I mean, well, corruption I, to the hilt. Yeah, I can say that I, I'm... I had no opinion of him until I listened to some people that said, be careful. But it sounded like he wanted to protect his reputation and his career, so he did his job. But the thing he didn't seem to do is, like, in the beginning, if he was like... He should have just thrown it out at the beginning. Right! If he had any inkling whatsoever, this is right. stupid, why am, I, why am I doing this? He didn't. He continued it for two years. Yep. If anything, that's the wrong thing he did. Absolutely. And... Um, but some talk show people were saying, don't trust him, don't trust him. He's actually, he's against Trump. Yep. And he's going to, it's going to be subtle. Just hang in there. And I, I think he is, but I think he he kind of towed the line of, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do the, you know. He wanted to keep up appearances with everybody. He did, he did. <laughs> and and on some level, I, I don't know how much, I guess, if you're paid a lot of money, that's your job and you're making your living, that is going to somewhat keep you honest. Um, I suppose. To try to keep your job, you mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, if he'd have gone too too much partisan, and you know, he not only could he have lost his job, could have lost a little bit of reputation. I don't know. I don't know how big of I a suppose. deal that is in D.C. I, mean, I suppose that he probably wanted to do, to work long enough to make it appear that he actually worked. Yeah. And I can get, I can understand that. But, yeah. we knew within a month what had happened, and where this information came from and that there was no collusion so I see it as like while I while I huh. while I understand like you know make it look like you are working I, I'm pretty mad that so much effort and resources were wasted yeah yeah I mean why don't we just why don't we just spend that much investigating Hillary and then stop let's and do it let's do it yeah, let's just do it you look like you had something to say there Mark or Obama yeah he, I'm just going to say, and how much did it, because he drew it out for so long, how much did it affect the midterm elections? Oh, it did. No doubt. No doubt about it. And no doubt that it's still affecting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I still, I've said this before, and I I will say it again, that I think that if Trump had just been left to do what what he does best and without all this garbage, how much further ahead would we be? Yep. Yep. I agree, and I think he's doing a pretty good job. I, oh, yeah. I, I know when we really start talking about that the government will move slow, and it moves slow on purpose, I'm supposed to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So I have to say, okay, I guess I appreciate that, because I, <laughs> I don't want the left to all of a sudden gain control and then try to steamroll mm-hmm. everybody, which is kind of what they do. But so the slowness... Yeah, they're going to do that anyway. They're going to do that anyway. But, uh... Hmm. Yeah. I, I heard... Th- this is sort of related. I heard Cruz saying one of the... 
one of the worst things, he listed three, but one of the worst things that would happen if if um, the Democrats took control next election was that um, they would they would just completely try to dismantle the American structure so that they can move everything forward and probably doing away with the filibuster would be the first one because if they gained control of, which one is it, the Senate? Senate. Yeah, if they gained control of the Senate, then they could just steamroll everything mm-hmm. with no filibuster at all. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was, and I, I think he's right. It just seems like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the Democrats are not only opposed in many ways to the Republicans, but they also seem to be opposed to the structure of the United States that protects everybody, even those with whom they disagree. And I would say that I'm in favor of keeping the structure that protects everyone and gives them the right to express themselves and have beliefs that are that are wrong. Anyway, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, so. because I think that. Well, again, we, uh, maybe I'm jumping into too deep of waters here, but I think that if you believe splash, if you believe, <laughs> if you believe in an objective sense of truth, like if you believe in an objective <clears throat> truth that you can arrive at the right answer, then you're then you are fine with having an open marketplace of ideas because you there is a truth and we're going to work to arrive there. But if you are kind of a person that says the truth is what we say it is, well, then you're going to mm-hmm. fight tooth and claw yeah. Yeah. to be the one in power that gets to dictate what the truth is. And I think yep. that's those the people that are on the left right now are, are the naturalists. They're the one that believe in survival of the fittest, and that's it. Yeah. So they're going to, they're like power hungry. Completely power hungry. Yeah. Because they think that's where power originates, is from the yeah. state. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I hate to agree with you. I wish we had a, wish we had a leftist sitting across the table that could argue a little bit, but um, nonetheless, or a, or a good good Democrat or something. I don't wish we had a good leftist. <laughs> I think I'm just happy right now. Okay, I feel yeah. like i got to switch sides of the table right now. <laughs> yeah? Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. No, you're, you're not a leftist, Marky. No. In fact, you're on our right. Yeah, so, well, yeah there you true. go. Yeah, so, yeah, but I am across the table from you guys. <laughs> so, we're a little early, but... Um, it's time. Yeah, it's time for an update. Yeah, I, I definitely think. You, you want to start? Well, I had a little bit of a wonky burn happening. I was able to correct it, I think, but um, when, when I kind of flicked my ash off so that I wouldn't drop it on the table here, I see that there's some remnants of some uneven burning. That, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't think it's affecting the taste. I think I got it straightened out pretty well. Still getting a lot of sweet. And it's sort of... Um, I'm sort of getting like a... A shadow of cinnamon toast. Maybe it's not like as in your face... Like specifically, accurately cinnamon toast. But I'm kind of getting a little bit of that. As far as that sweet angle goes. And the pepper's still there. Which I really am liking that. Yeah, I, I think I used to say I don't like pepper at all, but maybe I do like a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, because it seems like the ones that have a little I like. And I'm completely with you. I wouldn't have said cinnamon toast. I just said sweet bread. Yeah. I, I can't. It's like I can't put my finger on the sweet yet. And there's something else happening in the background. Um, and it's faint. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's coffee. So if you can imagine a little bit of coffee with a with a more that the sweet sweet bread is more up front and just a hint of coffee in the back. And I'm going to try to sound smart and say maybe it's from that Nicaraguan binder, you know. That it's can, very possible. That can give you that, you know, if it's if it's too much, it's like dirty earth and we yeah. don't like it. But it, maybe that little coffee is coming from that. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. I am. I do think I'm tasting it. Yeah, Sounds like I a agree. good breakfast. Coffee and cinnamon toast. There you so. go. Yeah. French maybe toast. maybe yeah. we should have had this at 6 a.m. Just missing morning. the eggs. <laughs> so, well, yeah. 
Uh, I, t I tapped my ash off. It was getting long, and I didn't yeah. want it to fall on this nice uh, that's, synthetic that's wood. That's one part table. of the art that I think we're growing in, learning mm -hmm. when to just knock the ash off and not let it... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I think I've actually physically yelled on a podcast after it fell in my lap <laughs> at least once or twice so you know at some point you're like okay that ash is long enough it's about a two inch ash i'm just gonna let it drop off you know so it it does i mean it does insulate the tip to kind of give you a it won't burn as fast which is a good thing if it's insulated and so sure. that's one of the reasons besides look it's a cool three inch ash yeah. you know so anyway <sighs> well uh so, in reference to, to, I don't know if this is a wrap or if it's just another side topic I want to say, but so, so what about what, what he said? Does what he said matter? Uh, either of you have a comment on that. I have a comment, but I'll I'd ask like you first. i chime in on yeah. it. It was a scenario situation. It's not like it really happened. Mm -hmm. So, it does feel like a setup. Wasn't it Stephanopoulos that asked him the question? I think so, I think but I can't remember. Yeah. Right. It's a setup. I mean, it's it's, it's totally it's, a setup. Yeah, it's like what the Pharisees did to Jesus. They'd always give him setup questions. No, Jesus was. Uh, he was a little, Jesus Trump's was a little smarter. Little, a little, little smarter. Little, little little <laughs> I don't think he spouted off at the mouth quite as often, and he didn't have Twitter. It was funny. But yeah, it's a setup question. It never really happened. What 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 would you do? I mean, what is this fifth grade? You know, yeah. playground stuff. Hey uh, Trump, when did you stop beating your wife? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't. Be, I didn't stop beating my wife. Yeah. You mean you still beat your wife? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely so, one of those. If it never happened, like, what? come on, guys. Yeah. Quit no, giving scenario stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I don't know if I'm right here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out on a limb here and say, okay, if, if, I were, if I were president and a foreign operative came to me and said, hey, I got this information, like, I think I would be inclined to say, Okay, take it, and then go back to my staff and say, "Here's what I did. Crap, is this illegal? Let's is this okay? What did I do?" Right, right. <laughs> Here's the let's, let's be realistic. <laughs> Who on earth has direct access to the president? That's mm -hmm. the thing. It's scenario. If some, if some quote unquote foreign operative, they're not getting within a mile of the president. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got to go through a hundred different channels before the information gets there. By then, the advisors have got their hands on it, and they're gonna, you know. Yeah. Give you a correct route and advise you on where this information goes. It, I mean, yeah. if the, the intelligence agencies are going to get it, the the FBI is going to get it, the NSA is going to get it long before the president has their eyes on it. Yeah. Yep. No matter who the president is. Um. Yeah. So, uh, and what he says does, uh, and, and the other thing I wanted to say was it does matter a little because this idea of who the president is leading, if you use the word leading. <laughs> The country. I'm not sure that Trump leads us always that well, but I, but his policies are okay. Looking at the position and saying what would be ideal, I suppose I would rather have a president that could, that knew the laws a little better, that wouldn't shoot off from the mouth too quickly, and I do still like the idea of someone in a position of authority doing being better at leading us and doing things appropriately. But the fact is, I'm not sure that that type of candidate would have been elected. No, and it's not what we needed. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was listening to a, a podcast this week. I, I'm, if I'm jumping on you... No, go ahead. That. that was pretty much it. Um, I, there, was, there were drawing lines of similarity between Donald Trump and Teddy Roosevelt. Mm. How the media hated him. Mm -hmm. How he was coarse. How he was... Like, didn't play by their rules. And they, he stepped on their little wincy toes and... and but yeah, he turns out like nowadays we never knew Teddy Roosevelt, but we—he's legendary, completely yep. legendary. Yep. 
and yet they fought him every step of the way. And I think that it's the same thing now. I mean, like, people are people. People are messy. People, nobody's perfect. And I think that it's the type of leadership maybe that we need to kind of bring us back into this sort of rough rider mm-hmm. mentality that we need as America. That's so, we desperately need that, <clears throat> this kind of dialogue. We need this kind of confrontation. We need this kind of sort of like stand up and be a manness. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. he, and in that sense, I think he's leading us very well. Is he the most moral guy ever? Probably not. Is he the most polished? No. But none of the best leaders are, I think. Well, and, and here's the thing. It, there, there's a little bit of distrust in me, even though I just said a minute ago that I wanted a nice kind of polished leader to lead us and, you know, like maybe I want Jesus or something. Well, that's what we all want, right? Yeah, right. But, but I do get nervous when somebody is so polished and perfect. I'm always like, what are they doing behind the mm-hmm. scenes that I don't know about, you know? Yep. If you go through life pleasing everybody, you, it's, it's a done deal, man. You're, you can't. Yeah. So, and if you yeah. try to appear to do that, then you're going to be wishy-washy and on both sides of every fence. And it, it, it does seem like that Trump is pretty authentic. And I think on, at least on some level, he either doesn't have much to hide, or if he does, it's like, you know, <laughs> if it comes out, fine, you know, I did I'll it. own it, yeah, right? I'll own it, you know. <laughs> so, so the authenticity I almost like better than... Mm-hmm. Better than moral morality, maybe? I don't know. At least now it seems to well, work. You know, I don't know. I would rather him be. Yeah. Is there... That's I mean, not the only option. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it's such a hard thing because, like, as much as we all like to appear put together, especially... I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're at a... Okay, we're at a church <clears throat> camp. I mean, we're... I'm a pastor. We're, we're in Christian circles, whatever. We all like to appear morally put together. But is there <laughs> one of us... Is there one of us that if we just lived full, like, no filter, would look like a very moral person? I mean, I think we're all depraved to the point where, like, we all have thoughts, we all have actions that, if everybody knew them, we would not be seen as, like, perfect moral people. Everybody, I think. I might be wrong. There might be, like, some really, 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 really holy people, but I think even them, they have things that well, I don't want to go off on too big of a tangent here but for 17 years I was a le- leader of a Christian youth ministry organization and I have to admit that that there were some things about I wanted to protect the organization and that was good sure. but I didn't like the fact that the organization didn't tell me not to that I couldn't smoke cigars that I couldn't <clears throat> you know drink alcohol but there were some people that we were working with that didn't like that and wouldn't have liked it if they knew. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I, I was willing to protect the organization, but there was something wonderful about just becoming a normal guy yeah. and not having that pressure that when I resigned that it was, and actually slightly before that I had a close-knit group of pastors that I started to get a little more open with and mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, what about this, what about that? And um, so, so that was a, a little releasing some of the pressure but man just getting out of it to say hey i i smoke cigars and it's not that i think cigars are wrong and i should be allowed to do it it's that i don't think it's morally wrong to smoke a cigar but it's like you you couldn't say that in circles without somehow shaking the organization's boat to the point where some Mm -hmm. people might not work with you yeah yeah so um so i guess i'm saying it was fine for the time but it is nice to not have that down so the only the only weight on me now are probably people that care about me enough to have that dialogue, you know. Right. Not people that are just going to say, I'm not even going to work with your organization, mm-hmm. right. you know. Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah. 
So, I don't know. As far as it goes to Trump, I mean, I... I guess he's the kind of guy I think I can trust because I don't think he's got a lot to hide. I think he's kind of just out in the open. And, and you know, you said, I don't know if he... I forget how you phrased it, but the question was whether he actually doesn't have anything to hide or whether or whatever but i i honestly don't think he's got much to hide because if they he did they would have found it out long ago yeah long ago and one of the uh, some talk show person it might have been shapiro or somebody else when um what's her name uh the black black female talk show person in the oprah Oprah. thank you when oprah was asked if she would run or whatever and i'm pretty Mm. sure it was shapiro that said here's what what's wrong with that everybody when you look at oprah you see sort of white is the driven snow so anything negative that splatters on that white wall you see it as black as as, but when you look at trump he's so dark gray to begin with you sling mud on it you don't notice and i i I loved (laughs) i loved trump's response when they talked about oprah running he was like do it yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to run against Oprah. I can't wait. <laughs> and dude, ah, I mean, some of the stuff I've heard, even just like rumors about Oprah, I, w- I would be like, oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, oh. you're right though. That principle would absolutely be in play. And I and I I had never thought of that. I would. That was like so true. It's like this was, it was just amazing. Um. Anyway, so, um, we're roughly at the halfway mark, and so I want to I want to get into to censorship. Um, because that seemed it was it was kind of big to me and a little bit. <laughs> funny. Yeah, it is. And no, that way, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. it is, and that's Sorry. coming up in a little bit. Um, so, because you were talking to me about big tech and saying, "Oh, we got to watch out," you know, they're in control of the information, and I'm just saying, "Well, I don't want government regulation, but what do we need to do anything?" And now all of a sudden, they're like slamming the hammer down on oh, yeah. <laughs> so many people, slamming the door. And um, I don't even have all of the details, but. The details that I do have, um, I'll throw out, and maybe you guys heard. Did you guys hear about James O'Keefe and the Project Veritas thing? Uh, not, not anything new. Just I recently, heard. no. Well, it was in the last week. So, I'll, I think can, I can. I just say before we even start talking about uh-huh. James O'Keefe, I think he's a hero. Oh my goodness, this guy's he is. awesome. <clears throat> okay, so that's all. The the, the <laughs> timeline's important, and I might not have it exactly right, but so he gets on to like kind of track what's happening with uh, with the big tech people the YouTubes the Facebooks the whoever else um, Twitters Twitters and that to to expose when conservatives are getting censored and I believe it was uh, what's the I call it the girl website Pinterest yes <laughs> Pinterest <clears throat> they had the an, a, a person I believe it was a male not that it matters that, that basically was willing to w- risk their job came out and talks to O'Keefe and basically say, saying this and this is very paraphrased they do have algorithms, just like anybody else does, that kind of says this is what this content is. But he was saying they actually have people manually go in and click certain things that are not done by the algorithms to negatively impact certain um, content, which was all conservative content. They mentioned, I believe it was Lila Rose, they flagged her as pornography so that people searching for pro-life stuff wouldn't find her because it wouldn't go out because it right. was pornography. Who's Lila Rose? Um, I actually don't know. I just oh, know okay. the name. But she apparently a pro-life person oh, that okay. has some information she's putting okay. out. So they're, they're flagging her so that her information won't go out. Well, And that's not even all of it. Then what happened was O'Keefe said, well, then... They reported that they were flagging her as pornography, and so he's tracking the timeline, and so then they instantly unflag her as pornography until they deplatform 
his site that was showing the information. And they redid it again. And then they redid oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so, not just the most blatant. I'm like, how? <laughs> wow. It was like so, and there's other stuff going on. I, I think I think I'd heard Crowder had been demonetized on YouTube, and so he can't make money from videos now on YouTube, and and maybe some it's, others as I mean, well. The, the, the thing that is is really baffling to me is that I mean you okay so you can like understand if there were one or two heavy hitters that were getting banned because they were whatever like like Alex Jones comes to mind he's he's taken a giant hit over the last couple of years and he's really not maybe done himself too many favors because no. he's yeah you know I've kind of even I've stopped paying attention to him altogether but um but you still can understand if it was like one or two big heavy hitters that they were like nudging to the bottom with their algorithms or even manually deplatforming mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's amazing to me now how many people they're really getting to. I mean, okay, so like just on a couple of different ends of the spectrum. Um, locally, Simon Conway on WHO Radio, local, the local station here in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. It's kind of famous because Ronald Reagan used to broadcast on WHO at the beginning of his career. Big, uh, used to be Clear, Cha- Clear Channel now. It's uh, iHeartMedia, okay. 50,000 watt, huge flagship station um but he's a local host and he's been shadow banned now on twitter facebook or twitter i can't remember which one it is maybe both but where none of his content's going out they say it's a technical error but he's had like four quote-unquote technical errors in the last Uh few months so a guy like that who who i mean he's kind of small i mean i would think he's kind of small i know he has a large reach but um is getting hit and then like so I've been I've been watching this uh, YouTuber content creator. Uh, he calls himself Donut Operator. He does um, law enforcement videos. Oh. So he he'll do like breakdowns of so so like I'm running circles here. That's okay. Um, so there'll be a, it's all good. There'll be a there'll be like something a video that goes viral on Twitter of like cops beating some guy up or whatever. <clears throat> and what he does is what Donut Operator does is goes in gets the gets the actual paperwork from that police department and like tells the real story you know because mm-hmm. so we're like oh, they're beating this guy because he's black whatever well it turns out actually the guy just robbed a store that people <laughs> said he had weapons and like now he's fighting cops and so he gets tased and beat up because he's like he's a legitimate bad guy he just yeah. like hurt people but you don't see that you just see like this black guy just getting beat up and then it goes completely viral and millions of hits and whatever He's banned and, de- and demonetized oh, just for telling the truth. Yeah. Just because he's disrupting <clears throat> the narrative. He's <clears throat> disrupting, and they right now they're going after anybody that goes against their narrative. And I, yeah. I just I want people to just like take a deep breath, no matter what side of aisles or politics they're on, and just realize how blatant <clears throat> and immoral and just how wrong it is to just to shut anybody up to that disagrees with you well and the and it's interesting you mentioned that because when o'keefe was talking about his his information being pulled down he said i'm not even a pundit he said i don't i don't take just a side a truth seeker yeah he said everything that all the information i put up was just information i didn't say they were doing it because this reason i'm not coming <laughs> i'm not by i'm completely um yeah. bipartisan this is what happened here's the timeline you can verify it check it out and they, yeah. they pulled him down. What does it say about a person if they're that scared of the truth? Maybe we're making some headway, I hope. I think it, we <laughs> are, but again, are we at a point where they can, if they can successfully shut down the truth, then we're in a scary day, my friend. We are. I, I hope I hope some alternatives pop up. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, 
before we go to the unofficial sponsor, I'm going to make a short, short comment here. Um, I was on YouTube this morning, and uh, Starflyer59, a friend of mine, told me about the band had a new album. haven't listened to them for years. I thought, I'm going to listen to it. So I go to the, the mix where you click on it, and it doesn't show... It's not like it plays the full album, but it plays like one song at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, what they've done is, if you click skip add... It stops and doesn't go to the next song. You have to click again. So they, you know how they're they're changing. But so I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, I'm irritated because it used to be I could let the ad play and it would go to the next song. But if I clicked skip ad, it would just go to the next song. Well, now I have to click twice. Not that that matters, but they're but that platform is becoming less and less valuable to me. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is a pain. I can't clean my kitchen in the morning and make my breakfast. But, they're, but you're getting the YouTube premium ads all the time where yes. they want you to buy the service and then you don't have to deal with that. Right, but, so what's going to happen? It's becoming more and more desirable. Somebody's going to come up with an alternative. I know it's got to happen, and I don't care who it is, but I think it's going to happen, and I hope the same thing's happening on other places. Go ahead. Here's the problem with that. Yes, somebody will come up with an alternative, and then YouTube will buy them out. Mm -hmm. Because YouTube has all the money. It's Google. YouTube is Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Google can... Instagram and and Facebook. Yeah, that's the problem. If you are a viable competitor to one of those big companies, they literally... They won't won't buy your company. They'll buy your hosting service. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. And And shut you down. So you can't even host a website anymore. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where... If if we had enough information to talk about it, I you might be able to push me on government well, regulation. Well, that's where gab.com. Gab.com was was yeah. rocketing. They were a legitimate Facebook alternative mm-hmm. where a person could actually go and post whatever they wanted to. They were they build themselves as a free speech alternative to Facebook. And they just decided one day because of somebody some shooter or something posted something on there before they went in and did a shooting mm-hmm. and they got their hosting service to just, just pull it. They wow. just literally pulled it from like like basically took the foundation out and they denied access. Wow. And enough to where Gab kind of lost its viability. And that's mm. if, as long as they've got that kind of power. Yeah. And and I don't know. And this is this is where I, I come in. It's like, well, isn't the hosting service a private company? Can't shouldn't they be allowed to do that if they want to? You know, the libertarian side of me, I don't like it, but. If they're a private company, I don't know if they are. I don't know how much that's the FCC's involved or in any other federal agency. So I'm not. It'd be it'd be hard for me to have an opinion. And I just want to say, free market, get your butt in gear and have another hosting company start. I don't know. I don't have enough information, but I do know that I have to give double kudos to Squirt today. So our unofficial <laughs> our unofficial sponsor for the podcast. Um, the last time I did a podcast, which was recently without Joe, it was Squirt. And I left it in my notes, and I was just going to skip it, but our buddy Mark's over here sucking down Drinking a, a can squirt. of Squirt with his cigar. The caffeine-free thirst quencher. Since 1938, Squirt has satisfied the and thirst of... the big part, it has real juice in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, since we're trying to watch our sugar... Fruit juice has a lot of sugar, and they've they've actually done us a service. It's less than one percent. Less than one percent juice. juice. So, so you, yeah. So you know, it's healthy. <laughs> it satisfies that longing. But uh, and Squirt is my fa- like favorite pop of mm. anything. I would drink Squirt, and uh, I, I've always thought it was awesome. I remembered my dad promoing it to me when he worked for Coca Cola years ago and saying, "Hey, it's it's mostly grapefruit juice." And I don't really know if that was true because if it's only got one percent juice in it, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure it's mostly. It's probably mostly high fructose corn syrup. Maybe it was mostly. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It's a- grapefruit juice is actually the third ingredient. Okay. All well, right. there you go. Yeah. Water, 
high fructose corn yep. syrup, and then grapefruit juice. Sugar and, water with flavoring. Okay, yeah. so that's a, that's kind of fascinating that it's water, <coughs> corn syrup, and less than 1% the third ingredient. The third yeah. ingredient is less than 1%. Yeah, what does that tell you? That wow. means everything else that that's means on the ingredient list. Yeah. Yeah. Can I go off on a funny tangent? Sure, please do. The, the juice thing made me think of it. So, um, taxes. When, when you buy, when you go to the grocery store and buy food, right, you don't get taxed on it. Right. Juice. But if you buy soda, mm-hmm. it gets taxed. Uh-huh. If you go into a store and buy Hawaiian Punch, which I would consider is a soda, okay? Okay. But because Hawaiian Punch has 5% juice in it, it does not get taxed. So there's a line. Government has set up regulations oh, for what wow. the percentage is. So five, So if Squirt so would just make it 6, 5%, 6%, 5%, oh, 5% there they it go. would not be taxed. Yeah, but the government's probably like funding Squirt so that they'll keep the percentage down. It's okay, we want this tax money. The consumer's going to pay the tax money anyway, not you. So keep it uh, under five percent. So yeah, government so conspiracy. Really broke, I'm gonna I'm gonna send that to Alex Jones. Web we I'm gonna have Alex Jones check into it. <laughs> okay, so wow. The unofficial sponsor just turned into like a five minute. <laughs> I know it was crazy. <laughs> Diet so, Thank you, Squirt, <laughs> for the co- for squirt. the information that we can talk about today. <laughs> well, I'm chomping at the bit to talk about the cigar. And man, the breeze, the cool breeze. I thought it was going to get a little hotter, and it didn't. It's cooler. Environment makes cigars so much better. It does. I can't stop talking about that. Um, so I'm um I'm really liking this. Like I'm almost putting it up there with mm-hmm. the what was the Camacho uh, Ecuador Ecuador Camacho Ecuador. Yeah. Which was an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. This is getting a. I, I think everything else that was there is still there, but I think I'm getting an almond now. Mm. Anytime I get nut, I almost always call it almond, and then try to decide if I'm wrong. But I think it's an almond and kind of a sweet bread, which I'm really liking. Which is a hint of. Well, I'm still going to call it coffee. You can argue with me if you want, because sometimes coffee and dark chocolate are hard to separate. But I like I like what I'm getting. This is awesome. Yeah. It's just a hint oily. If I was really getting picky, I could say it could be a little oilier, but I'm not going to get picky because it tastes great. You know, it just right right before, right as you were talking before you said almond, I took a sip of coffee, and sometimes it's just that coffee can like set off a note, and it was a nut. I and I, so I think you just nailed it mm-hmm. right on the nose there. Yeah, uh, but I I don't know like I okay I know I am drinking coffee, but I, I I'm getting the chocolate. Are more, you a little more chocolate? <clears throat> Let me ask you something, because this is still bugging me. I said leather at the beginning, but I wasn't sure. Is are you getting leather? Cause I'm, I'm still not sure of that. And no, that's, I'm not getting leather. Okay, maybe it's not. I'm not what is it? Maybe I don't know. It's hard to say, but, but I'm going to. Joe doesn't like leather. So but, he no, but I'm, I'm coming around. Like oh, yeah. I, I understand, but like I'm, I'm not getting that on this one. Yeah. Okay. Then it, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with your I'm gonna kind of let you influence me and say okay it's not leather I'm gonna work on it maybe there's a little woodiness or something happening there with the with the sweet bread but we don't need to unpack it completely till we get to the end and we're uh, we should talk about the rate how's this going here are we halfway oh uh, yeah I'm definitely in I'm there. past I'm in the yeah okay all right you're burning a little hotter a little yeah, faster I than think me I kind of started to lose it a little bit that some of that tight draw I think was making it a little bit hard to stay lit so I've been kind of okay. toking it up here a little right. bit getting it. Yeah, okay, well, um, this is the Macanudo Inspirado Reds turning out to be pretty good here. Um, well, anything else to say on censorship? Or no, just, I mean, it, we just got to keep watching it, and I think yeah. stay vi- vigilant because we got to stay vigilante. We got uh, <laughs> we, we to stay vigilant because it's something that affects everybody, and it affects our kids. 
maybe more than any maybe more than anything else we have to have free flow of information and I like I beat this <clears throat> horse a lot but it's it's super critical that if we're gonna have an uh, if our if our society our culture is gonna become all it can be we have to have free flow of information so our kids need that and I think it's something that's worth us investing in and fighting for that's all maybe I get yeah yeah I know ultimately I'll this is I'm gonna sound a little a little preachy from the relational standpoint which is okay um, what we have to do is make sure we raise our children and teach our people who to trust and a lot of that doesn't just come from telling them who to trust it comes from the relationships because the people that we have relationships with are people we trust so our kids if we're raising them right they're gonna trust us if they see something on the internet they might say, well, that's stupid. Papa, did you see this? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's some silly people out on the East Coast trying to tell you that, sure. <laughs> you know, or whatever. And, and so I think I think that's that's the key, um, I would say, more than anything. But, but when you say that, the free flow of information, that's what I want, and that's what's best for us. I just, I'm... Well, how uh, maybe government regulation is the way as a, as a most I think it's not regulation it's deregulation because what we're pro- the problem with censorship is that it is regulation censorship is regulation and and what we need is deregulation we need to free it up because I'm not so much worried about lies being spread mm-hmm. what I'm most concerned about is good new ideas and good new yeah, information that limited. gets held back that's what I get afraid of. I'm not what, afraid of, but like that's what yeah. I'm most wary of. Well, and the, and what will happen when it's free? The good, important information will be out there, but so will a whole sure. bunch of people trying and to I'm not sell of snake oil, I'm right? Totally and I'm not, not either. I'm not either. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not yeah. looking at regulate. I'm not looking for regulation. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for deregulation. And unfortunately, now it's like governments are not the only ones that can regulate things. Yeah, companies can regulate things too. Well, and I'm as a really hard leaning conservative to leaning towards libertarian i would say the consumer by personal choice can can regulate some of it <laughs> didn't spill anything did you <laughs> well it's the consumer's job to regulate as far as restricting yeah yeah so i and, and i guess the, the the part where it does come in if if um facebook i don't i don't know how pinterest is is labeled but if the government is involved somewhat and they say okay you're a platform so we won't hold you liable as a publisher but then if they start not publishing information, because not publishing is publishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then they're no longer a platform. Right. So I agree that they should have the freedom to do what they want as a private company. But if they are labeled yep. this platform, they shouldn't be labeled a platform Correct. if they have the complete freedom to mm-hmm. stop or Correct. incentivize certain Correct. things. And that's all I'm asking for, yeah. I think. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we agree more than I think. I always... It, yeah. So... Um, all right. Well, um, I don't know. Talk about abortion a little bit. What's uh, um, I don't. I can't remember why I put that in my notes, and I'm not supposed to admit that on the podcast because then I sound less <laughs> professional. Um, I know oh, Alabama. Was there? A, but was there? A, yeah. Was there a new something? Oh no, no. I know why I put it in there because um, not because we. It's old news that the that the abortion law passed in Alabama, but it's sort of newer news that people are really. Like saying, "Oh well, we're not going to make Hollywood sing. We're oh, not going to make yeah. movies in Alabama, or or even like <laughs> less important than that. Like a star in a movie is saying, "Oh, you're going to film in Alabama. Sorry, I'm not going to be in the movie." <laughs> and you know what? 
you're a star, you're selling yourself, you're going to make money or lose money, you have the freedom to make that Absolutely. choice. Yeah, go you know, nuts. go ahead, say you're not going to do it, and and let the movie makers decide what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And if the movie can be made and they can make millions of more money without you in Alabama, I hope they go to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What um, happens to a person when suddenly they wake up one morning and realize they didn't have as much influence as they thought they did? Yeah. <laughs> now they're out of a career. Well, and the other thing is they want di- they want diversity and they don't want segregation, but they are seg- by doing that, they are segregating. They're saying, "Okay, we're separating." They say they want diversity. They do, but they don't. Yeah. They don't. And but they're segregating themselves away from those who are different than them, which you can, if you're doing it, if it's your business, you can do it if you want. Don't go to Alabama. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so. And I bet you most people in Alabama are okay with it, too. I bet they are. Because they're probably getting some pretty good tax incentives for bringing Hollywood movies there. And, you know. Oh, they, they always do. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's not a free thing. You're, you're getting tax breaks for yeah. bringing in these big businesses. So. The free mar- right. Let the free market speak. Yeah. If you don't want to yeah. go there, don't go there. That's yeah. that's the free market. You're free to do yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, but that, that was a big thing and I thought, huh, that was, it was kind of kind of interesting and then we can go anywhere else we want to in the last seven or six or seven minutes. Anything insightful or anything additional you've heard in the news you want to talk about? Mark, you're welcome to throw something in. Did you guys uh, hear, it wasn't explained to me very well, but the whole purple team and orange team thing for the, all the because there's so many stinking democrats that are running for president did you hear about this oh no there's i'm not a, purple and oh orange. man yeah it was it was funny uh, well i was listening to simon conway but okay. because there's so many they were going to do this debate right I so they had to split them up mm-hmm. into purple team and orange team they gave them labels oh gosh and this, so every time already making me laugh oh it's <laughs> i don't even so, know what it's going to be about yeah so every time more. simon conway started talking about the purple team <laughs> they played prince's purple rain in the background of his oh, show and every time they talked about the orange team uh it was a johnny cash song something about orange, orange. blossom special yeah. that's when it was they started playing that <laughs> And uh, they were dividing them up and, and talking oh about it. And gosh. I guess each each team will have two, they'll have two separate two hour debates. And he was basically saying, "I don't think I could stomach four hours of that." I and, just um, think it's a good. Yeah. So, from what I gathered, and this is really bad, <laughs> Joe Biden is on both teams. No, of course. And so you know, this group will debate him, and then this group will debate him. Oh, gosh. And uh, it was it was pretty funny. But then, yeah, Twitter went off on a on a storm about it. Then they had you know cans of Fanta, the soda pop, orange Fanta and purple Fanta. Oh, gosh, yeah, it was just funny. funny. The purple team and the orange. I team. love it. I love it. <clears throat> so okay, this I think, I think we can throw this in quick at the end. Anybody can talk. Uh, who? What Democratic candidate would be best for the Democrats? What Democratic candidate would be best? for the opposing team <clears throat> I think that's a fun question to ask that's hard which know- one would have the best ch- I, I think the one that has the least like the Beto O'Rourke types that there's not much on his record I think would be best to go up against Trump okay who's the best for Trump I don't know I don't know I think that for if somebody wants to have a legitimate chance against Trump it's. I think Elizabeth Warren's the pick. Really? Yeah. Be, because <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, yeah. but um, she's she's done well to own, to own her mistake with the whole Pocahontas thing. Like, mm. and she's like said, okay, I thought this was true. It wasn't true. Now I know better, and I'm super sensitive now to people that I may have damaged or whatever, mm. saying that I was Native American. Mm. She's a woman. 
which is going to play into the Democrats' hands instead of a white male like like Biden. Um, I she I think if they wanted to run a, like a legitimate debate or like a legitimate chance, I think they would funnel everything into Elizabeth. Really? Warren. Okay. I think. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, sure. That yeah. I'm, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I think you're right. <clears throat> Trump would drive that Pocahontas thing so far into yeah, the ground he, I think, that it may tick people off. Yeah, I think that if they rolled her out well, yeah, huh. and they'd have to be super deceitful about it. But if they did it right, they could win, maybe. You know, but go ahead. That hadn't crossed my mind. I, I I'm, I'm going to stick to my original opinion and, and disagree with you. Um, I, I think, I really don't think. It, if the Democrats wanted to run the best candidate they could, I don't think. Although Biden looks good on paper, I don't think he's going to cut it. Me either. I really, I really think. Um, honestly, and it scares the crap out of me to I say. Think, this. If you guys say what I think you're going to say, Sanders. he's my second pick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think Bernie Sanders would would uh, would be their best bet. And the interesting thing is, is that the running mate matters too. And I, I'm not sure I have an opinion on the running mate. But definitely, Bernie Sanders would be the best for the Democrats if, if I think, if they wanted to win. And the, the best for us to win, I would probably pick Trump. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, <laughs> ah. If we're going to win, so the worst, in other words, it's the worst possible candidate for, yeah. for them to pick because we would win, would yeah. be, I actually think, gosh, I'd almost, I'd almost throw in Beto O'Rourke. I'm a little yeah. mixed on that, but I think him because I don't think he has enough substance. I think he has a little bit of trendy youngness. That I think some he young would people wither. Will yeah, I think he Trump. would too. I think he would too. So, um, yeah, and but it's scary to be it for me. Not really scary, but it makes me a little nervous to think we're in a world where the best candidate that the Democrats could run would be Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's socialist. that's super scary. That's really scary because. That's going to polarize the country to socialist or capitalist. Big time. And that's not... I don't think that's what we want. We want to yep. stay far away from that. I think he should... He shouldn't be banned from running, but he should be shunned by most people. Bernie Sanders should be. Well, and because I'm, those ideas kill people. Or run on the socialist ticket, not on the democratic ticket. Yeah. Fine, go ahead and run, but be who... Run on the ticket that you say you, you represent. Because unfortunately, weak people like the idea of free stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping there's still enough old people that would just say, "What? Yeah. Bernie Sanders? That's ridiculous." Well, I think there's enough middle-leaning Democrats yeah. that would be like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> can't do it." Yeah. I don't know if they'd vote for Trump, but if it was down to their freedom or Trump, I think they might vote for their free. Or I mean, their freedom or Bernie, I think but they might. Nobody can really say the country is worse off right now. I mean, no. some people will say that, yeah. but it's not right. You know. I think as long as they have so many candidates, nobody's going to even yeah. has a chance against Trump. I think they're the, so divided. I think the only thing they can say right now is, "Well, it may seem like the country's better off, but that's the game right. they're playing right now." Well, it might seem like it, but you you really don't. You're not smart enough to figure it out. Here's right. what's really happening. Yeah. And I honestly think even some Americans who. <laughs> that might not be smart enough to figure it out are saying, I don't really care. The fact that you're telling me I'm not smart enough to figure it out is kind of <laughs> irritating me, so just yeah. leave me alone. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Uh, maybe. I, yeah. I just think people are getting sick of, you know, the elite attitude saying, no, you don't get it. Here, here's what's really happening. No, yeah. no, I've actually... My, I'm making more money this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my wife has a better job. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> it's we, really hard for me to try to decipher the modern mindset I just don't get it at least the modern mindset as we're told that it is you know like this I just don't understand well and I'm a little bit removed from it and I but I would like to think and so so I'm, I'm willing to admit this could be a weakness but working with youth some and seeing some young people 
from kind of all different, you know, socioeconomic or political views, seeing them come up, I really think even the ones that you might consider not very educated, they still... There's still the wheels are turning. Mm-hmm. They're they're not they're not dumb, even though they may not be educated. The wheels are turning. They see things happen, and I really just think that there's still enough young people that think through things um, that they'll think through it and figure it out. They do. The, the big influence though is someone that they trust saying, um, maybe maybe a parent saying, "Oh no, you know we didn't get as much from uh, much as much free food as much food stamps this year, so we need to vote for this person because we'll get more yeah. free stuff." Those kids might be influenced by their parent or by someone they trust like that, but I still know that they're thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm not too well, afraid of that. And I had something kind of the opposite happen. I know we need to wrap this cigar and mm-hmm. wrap the podcast, but um, I had somebody who lives in a major mm-hmm. U.S. city and who is very into um, sort of like. I, I think he almost could lean Bernie, mm. oh. but because um, just because he's saturated in that liberal okay. city philosophy, you know, and he works with all these people in the ad agencies and stuff like that. But he's a good friend of mine. He came to me one day and said, "Okay, why? What is it?" He's like, "Everybody that I respect and admire and want to be like in my life loves Trump, and how? What am I missing?" Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so like that's kind of the opposite, like where he's just. He was thinking. His wheels are turning. He's like, mm-hmm. what is it that I'm not getting that... Because he's like... He says he's a caricature. And, you know... Can we drive and see him and buy him a cigar? And <laughs> yeah, we have should. Him on the podcast? We should. Be, it'd be fun, you know? I think we absolutely could. Mm-hmm. It would be actually fun. He'd be great to have on. But, uh... Yeah, so, I mean, you're right. People's wheels are turning. And the debate's being had. And that's what makes me excited. Yeah. So, got to wrap this. And I... I like this cigar. Are you liking it as much as I am? Yeah, it's great. I, I think it is too. I, it's perfect to balance. It's just like sweet. I wish. I feel bad. I wish we had a third one, dude. I wish I would have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what. I am gonna buy more of these. So come over to my house sometime, Mark. <laughs> after I've, I only bought two. I wish I'd have bought a five pack now, so I had a few left at home. But, um, so. Well, here's what we're supposed to taste, and then we'll do our our wrap. We're supposed to taste a full-bodied delight with notes of cocoa, earth, and wood, backed up with plenty of spices and black pepper. I don't think I got the black pepper, but I think it was there. You talked about pepper. Joe talked about pepper a little bit. Early a, little bit. On. a lot of times when when we're when we're saying, did you say pepper early on? Mm-hmm. If you did, then I I should have caught on. That that was I think that defines one of the tastes I was getting. Um, um, but yeah, so I. I think I they don't talk that. about sweet in there at all? They don't all? talk about sweet at yes, all, which cocoa. surprised me. Cocoa, but Delight. cocoa's not always sweet. <laughs> right. um, Delight, yeah. <laughs> but but I like the... Mm, they didn't say they didn't say bread. Wood, wood, something. I don't know, wood. I, 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 t- I, I toyed with that idea, yeah. and I just didn't get it. I think there's a, a light, sweet breadiness in there. The cocoa might... Yeah, I was calling it coffee. Maybe it was yeah. cocoa. But uh, I don't know if I'll completely agree with them, but... We know better. They're, yeah, we know, we're smoking them right now. We know better than these marketing people printing stuff out. So, copywriters. We got a little bit left. I'm definitely going to finish this. I've only got about inch and a half, maybe two inches left. But um, we better call it good because we're we're over. Yep. Thanks Our, for joining us today, Mark. It's yeah, a beautiful bet. day. It's a pleasure. Yeah. That's uh, this has been uh, the Macanudo Inspirado Red on Doug and Joe Talk. See you next time.